Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Matt Stewart here, the host of this bloody podcast, Primates. Um, it's time for another Matt Chat, which is the name of this show that I'm doing on YouTube at youtube.com slash Matt Stewart. And it's uh, just like an interview chat show program where I just talk to a guest. Normally, well, so far, the first three guests have all been previous guests of Primates, so you should be familiar with them all. This one's with Cass Page from Sans Pants Radio. She's the best. The gentle energy she exudes is fantastic. Love chatting to her so much. Um, it's obviously probably better to watch at YouTube, but... I'm putting them up here for people who just want to listen to them like a podcast, which is probably equally as good. Uh, So, yeah, check it out here or over there. Either way, hopefully you enjoy. Um, And, yeah, let me know if you've got any guests that you want me to get on. Uh, I can ask anyone. Anyone can say no, but I can bloody have a crack anyway. So uh, I've got plenty more great guests coming up soon. Uh, lots of other previous guests, but yeah, I'd love to explore further uh, guests as well. If you have any suggestions, hit me up. Anyway, without further ado, here is my chat with Cass Page. Cass, I find start the yeah, I find beginnings and endings the hardest. So. I don't really know how to start or end the show, as you'll see. Ah, have we started? Yeah, okay. Great. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That feels good. Welcome to the show. I think it's called Matt Chat. Some people call it Getting Chatty with Maddie. Matt Uh, Chat feels right. Okay. I'm excited to be chatting with Matt and myself. Okay, well, I'm glad glad I've got your approval. That means a lot, actually. So thank you so much. Anytime. Uh, I was calling it Matt Chat in my head. I didn't know that wasn't official. (laughs) That's great. That's perfect. I like how it's, yeah, it's already getting that branding out there or in there, into your your head. Yeah, that's uh, the key. So it's just good to be able to catch up, uh, have a drink with some friends, uh, during yes. this lockdown and pro- maybe I reckon oh, it's a cool way to catch up with people anyway. That's so efficient. It's so efficient. Is that a, is that a pun? Uh, I'm so bad with puns. If it is, I, yeah, I'm not the guy to ask. What, 
Uh, right. I guess not a pun isn't the right word, but it is Zoom. I thought it was a, a play on Zoom being efficient, which I'm sure their marketing team had a field day over. Well, the person that come uh, up with Zoom, they're like, oh my God, you've done it. <laughs> it's, it is good, but so many things are named Zoom. I think yeah. it's confusing because other recording equipment's named Zoom. It's, yeah, it's confused me a lot lately. The reason I want to buy a Mazda, that's named Zoom. Uh, zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. That's good branding. You know? They did it. And now every time someone has a, a, a meeting with their corporate interests, they're thinking about Mazda. <laughs> zoom, Zoom. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so I've, I've been trying to pick a drink. This is only the third episode. I don't know what this I is yet. <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to pick a drink. They've all been beers so far, but the drinks can be whatever people want to have. Mm-hmm. The one I've gone with for you, I was trying to, I went to the bottle shop just before and I was trying to find one that was most Dungeons and Dragons-y because you play. Oh, I do. My drink has a Dungeons and Dragons twist to it as well. So Fantastic. I'm excited. Well, I know, well, I don't know if this is, but it just feels like there was a pretty big range and this is the one that seemed the most Dungeons and Dragons-y to me. Okay. It's called uh, Wolf of the Willows and it's got a little picture of a wolf. Are there wolf characters in Dungeons and Dragons? There can be any characters you want, as long as the DM go. is kind and you wear them down. <laughs> okay, so a wolf wouldn't be a standard character. You can't just have a wolf man. That's not because it's not a hobgoblin or whatever. You can have, I'm pretty sure lycanthropy exists, so like werewolves and stuff. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can get transformed into a wolf. You can have a wolf as a familiar. Um, right. Imagine if I'm just wrong. <laughs> can you be of the willows? Uh. Hey, if you come from the willows, yes. Great. Okay. You've been <laughs> real vague and I feel like you're being polite. Like I'm asking dumb questions. And you're like, sure, Matt, you idiot. I mean, every second word you're not saying, but. No, not um, at all. I, I'm just hoping I'm right. My experience of Dungeons and Dragons has been um, wondrously, wondrously fun. And it's been run by Adam um, of Sans Pants Radio, which is great. But I feel I've, we, we try our best to to get, get him to give us the things that we would like. And sometimes it's a struggle. So I don't know what is always allowed. Right. <laughs> yes, because the only time I've played it was also with Adam Carnavale. 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 And he, yeah, he, well, it's hard to know if he's, because he's a, a nice, gentle spirit. And um, if, if I can say that. Oh, I think that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, um yeah, it's it, maybe he's just trying to maybe he's just being kind. Maybe another guy who was a DM, yes, dungeon master, yeah. dragon master, would have said, "Oi, oi, no wolves in this game. It's Dungeons and Dragons. That's it. Okay, you were dungeon or you were dragon. You two <laughs> options. Otherwise, get out. Go play wolf, wolf and um, woods if you want to. That's a whole different kettle of fish. If you want to get fish involved, it's another thing entirely again." Am I out of focus? I yes. shouldn't have used. I've used a better camera, and it's just made it harder. Do I have to manually? I really do. That's uh, that's zoom. That's good. Oh, another zoom. Is that doing anything? I, I assumed it was on some. It was in focus it before we started focus. recording. It did. This piece of. Oh, uh, let me see. Why has that happened? <laughs> I like the I like the zoom in. I have to go manual. Yeah. All right. That's not helping in any way. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
You can just be Hollywood blurry. Mm. A nice Vaseline lens for Mr. Stewart. Thank you. It, it takes a few years off, it, to be honest. It does. But it, what? Wait, the focus. Oh, I'm just going to be up real close, I think. There we go. HD Mo. Hello. <laughs> Have you seen? Um, there's been a lot of. Uh, uh, I, I guess instructional videos going around recently about because um, obviously eyes and cameras, we've tried our best to replicate the eye, but God, our technology is immaculate. Um, so you can, depending on the kind of, I think lens, I am not okay. sure. Um, but the something of the camera will make your face look wider or more narrow because it'll focus on It'll make like your nose seem closer and your face seem further away. Right. Um, things like that. But there's been a trick recently that kids are doing on TikTok where you have your front camera on you. And if you pull your front camera further away and then zoom in on your own face, it's apparently, it's meant to be what you really look like. Um, because the different lengths and zooms and everything uh, distort your face. Right. I, Maybe that answers why I was thinking about this the other day that I feel like I look different. If I take a fo- if I look at myself in the mirror and then take a photo, those the picture in my brain looks different to the picture on my phone. Yeah, is that because of that thing you just said? Yes, and I wish how I wish, Matt, I could give you any amount of concrete information on it, but I do know that it's the camera's fault. Eyes right. are perfect, so if you look good in your eyes, you're fine. Okay. So yeah, what what I see is what other people see, unless yeah, they're yeah, looking yeah. at my phone's photo. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, that's always a risk. Never post on social media. Don't let anybody know what you look like. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Don't do any YouTube bullshit. Obviously, oh, never, stick never, to never. audio. <laughs> or, or is there a similar thing with voices? Probably. I don't really sound like this. Tell me, I don't really sound like this. Cass? I... Yeah, you do. Oh, damn. <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't know about audio. My, I'm guessing, you know how, did you ever go in the bath as a kid and then yes. like you're completely underwater? Okay, done. So, and then like you tap the side of your bath with your body and yeah. you could hear the sound from inside your own body. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, our mouth is coming from inside of us. So surely the things we hear is half of it's in before right. it comes out. Like we obviously hear our ears on the outside. We also, yes. <laughs> we also, we've also got the inner systems, you know, my ears completely blocked up um, a couple of times. I got weird ears. Um, yeah. They're so like cats, cats ears. Okay. Um, oh, I'm allergic. Oh. <laughs> like what are that? Does that no, hang on. make them rabbits? Yeah. Adjustable. Uh, maybe I'll, yeah, this is calm. I think this, this would be if I'm really mad. That's more like wolf. Yeah. Wolf is. Wolf. Can't stay. Can't go into wolf territory. Wolf in the oh. No, you're right. Wolf. Okay. <laughs> hey, whereabouts are you? Where are you from originally? You from, um, you grow up in Melbourne? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> I was born in Adelaide, and my parents speak with Adelaide accents. You do sound slightly which posh, which is an Adelaide sound thing. Like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I. Really... Why are Adelaide people posher? I don't know specifically. I do know the different traits that people from Adelaide versus people from Melbourne can have with their pronunciations of things. So there's obviously like dance and plants and stuff and people from Melbourne say dance and plants. 
Um, did I say that right? It's, it's, it yeah. feels so weird. Dance um, and plants. I guess so. Now that you've said it, I won't be able to say it naturally, but <clears throat> you won't. Um, let's go have a dance with some plants. There you go. And your ants. No, you'd say aunts. I'd say, say aunts, aunts, though. Yeah. That's confusing. Or is it? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Language formation is fascinating, and I don't know nearly enough about it. Um, so you were from Adelaide for quite a while? No, I moved over when I was five. Oh, but your parents gave you the accent. Yeah. Right. It's funny. I would never have picked the accent because it's all very subtle, the Australian accents, the differences. Mm. But now that you've said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you do have a, an Adelaide sort of accent. I reckon Adelaide sounds a little bit posh and a little bit not like the Kiwi sometimes. Uh, I, may f- I think that the Adelaide accent, um, there's this idea that as if someone asks you a question, you answer normally, that's like closer to the, your natural vernacular, just however you speak. And if you have to speak more formally, so an example that they have used in linguistics is if you speak to someone, they go pardon. And then you're like, Oh, and you try and enunciate everything a bit better. Um, the, the sort of standard you're striving to, I think is different from state to state. So right. um, I think in Adelaide, I mean, I don't, I don't know major specifics but it seems to be closer to british pronunciation even though there are so many like received pronunciation like in britain but it's wouldn't be that because people would speak like that even down to you saying pardon you know in melbourne we'd say excuse me (laughs) oh that's just cultural differences that excuse me please what was that (laughs) you know that sort of stuff pardon what boy what was that what did you say? Can I, t- can I tell you my favourite feature of Melbourneian speech? Yes, please. People from Melbourne, if there's an E before an L or an A before an L in a word, it's all the same vowel. So the boy's name Alan and the girl's name Ellen, yes. the Melbourne accent are both Alan. Yes, that's right. You can't tell the difference between Alan and Alan. No. Ellen and Alan. <laughs> Ellen, and- Ellen and Alan. Yeah, it's very similar. Same yeah. as... Um, yeah, we switch a lot of E's to A's and vice versa. A lot of vowel swapping, like a lot of Melburnians will say helicopter, including me until someone pointed it out. And now yeah. I try not to helicopter. <laughs> and Melbourne. We're going on a helicopter. <laughs> Melbourne instead of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Mel- Melbourne. Melbourne. Do we? We probably, yeah. do we say that? Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that we can't pronounce our own place. Hey, everyone else is wrong. Just you live there. Yeah. Americans seem to say it the most phonetically right, probably. Melbourne, they pronounce every bit of it. Or, you know, wherever that American accent's from. Yeah. The middle part, probably. So you, you, where'd you move over to once you came from Adelaide? Uh, we moved to, oh, I think we stayed in Eltham for a little bit. Um, and then lived in the in trees? Diamond, yes, in the trees and then to Diamond Creek and then... Back. We sort of lived around that area for ages. So nice and green. But oh, was, was a bushfire trouble though in summer? Yeah, we were pretty lucky. We weren't right in the danger zone. Um, uh, and we were also very close to a fire station. So okay, that's handy. <laughs> we're always like, we'll be right. <laughs> they won't let the station burn down. We're close enough. <laughs> if people don't know, I guess Adelaide is in South Australia. So that's yeah. west of, northwest of, Melbourne, it's yeah, hotter, which... drier. Um, it's a, it's probably, what is it? The fourth biggest city in Australia? 
Maybe. I'm not we really go sure. Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, or maybe Perth's ahead of Adelaide. Doesn't really matter, does it? I'm not you know? sure. I did realise the other day I'm a really big dingus because I am really, I'm really terrible with directions and geography. Um, I like to believe that it allows me other skills, but I am yet to find them. Okay. But <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I had friends talking the other day about how um, two towns in New South Wales and South Australia um, that were right next to each other. And I, I had to not talk for minutes because I couldn't work out because in my brain that like clearly as a child, I'm like, oh, I lived in Adelaide and then I went to Melbourne and Sydney is that way. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize they touched. And then I just had to sit by myself as a grown up person who has achieved things that would really label them as having to know anything basic about the place they live being like, how do those States touch? And then I had to be like, okay, so where do we know? We know, we know Adelaide, we know Melbourne, we know Sydney, we know Queensland. What's happening in the middle? <laughs> cause it's not all the Northern territory. Cause that's in the North. I yes. just sit there and be like, they all touch. <laughs> so now that's... I know how the States work. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, so there were, how many, so you had Western Australia, Northern Territory, Queensland and New South Wales, and you touch them all, South Australia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, South Australia touches every state aside, aside from the ACT and Tasmania. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad someone else was also as baffled by I assumed, mate, I, I knew <laughs> Western Australia, I knew Victoria, because, uh, you know, I've driven across that border. Yeah, you don't and, think about it though. And, and South Australia goes so high; it's like right up into the centre. But it's I didn't weird. realize it went as high as Queensland. That's wild. It's a big state, Wait, a lot of desert though. It has to go to Queensland. Yeah. I'll put I'll put a map of Australia <laughs> on here with either a tick or a, a cross. <laughs> Brilliant. No one tweet us if we're wrong, unless you want to be kind and say same. <laughs> Please be kind. Please We're be all kind. about that gentle energy. Bring gentle that gentle, energy. positive energy. We're putting it out. I, Surely it should be I, reflected back to us or whatever. That's the that beauty of gentle energy. Way. It's like a, a small warming flame. It spreads. It warms those around it. People like to look at it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't burn things down. No. It's only, it's only a little flame. Yeah, it's a candle. So this beer is from... Mm. Uh, Cheltenham, which is close to where I grew up. It's like a, a couple of suburbs or a suburb across from where when, when I moved to Melbourne. I grew up in country Victoria for the first five or so years as a little kid. Started primary school in the country and then moved to Moorabbin. And that's right next door to Cheltenham. But I've never been here. I didn't even realise that's where it was. I've seen these beers around, but oh. haven't really interacted with them. This is what I'm drinking. What, are you, what have you chosen to drink tonight? Well... Um... I have a small glass of milk. <laughs> that's a that's a great glass and milk is Thank a good you. choice. It doesn't it is a good choice. Um I I have fancy milk. My favorite kind of milk is um just I think the specific brand is like Paul's. It's like unhomogenized. It's in a cardboard carton and I'm like no plastic. It's what it's you know it's you know when you make small decisions you're like i hope this helps um but it's unhomogenized and it's organic i don't know if the organic does anything but because it's unhomogenized 
it's just it's got a bit of cream in it and then oh. sometimes when i pour myself a cup of tea i get like a lump of cream in my tea oh, it's a lump. A little, oh. oh it's a i know what sounds... you want coming out of your milk carton a lump yeah well if it's of cream okay yes still, oh my god it's like every now and then i get a little treat of cream i love having a treat of cream at the start like of kinder the, surprise yeah at the start of lockdown um i bought myself two little like long life cream things just because sometimes as a treat i just like to drink a bit of cream okay. so it was just nice to have in the fridge to be like just if you need it the cream you are a cat there. aren't you you're like a oh no cat. <laughs> oh dear the ears lapping at milk uh, well, this milk actually isn't, it is homogenized. Okay. So no, no cream lumps for me, but it is biodynamic. And my understanding of that means that <laughs> they have to do something with the moon. I couldn't tell you anything more. I don't know what that means. I don't know. So if much good. of this is confusing. It doesn't... I didn't know that milk could be that complicated. No, neither did I. I don't know why the moon has to get involved with my milk. Get out of it, moon. This is not your business. I wonder if you can see, it probably won't come up. The uh, the glass that I have it in um, is a bit iridescent. And uh, when you look at it in real life and not through the wondrous technologies of uh, Steve Jobs circa 2015, um, it comes up in slightly different colors, which is unsettling when you're looking at a glass of milk and to see like a pink and green in it. Um, But the reason I bought this glass was because um, we'd just done a Dungeons and Dragons campaign um, and we were speaking about flail snails, which are these giant snails with iridescent shells. And as they move, the the, like snail slime they leave um, hardens into glass and it's called flail snail glass, but it's also iridescent. And I went to an op shop and saw these and was like, oh, like the snails from the game. Okay. I, I was going to say that's snails from the game. That's not real snails, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's the kind of thing where I'd be like, wow, the world is a magical place. We got these snails with their glass trails. Whew, I'd believe that. I 100% would believe that. And I feel like I probably shouldn't have admitted that the way you looked at me when I asked. No, 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 no. I, no, I, I looked at you because I was like, geez, did I forget to say Dungeons and Dragons? No, I think you did. <laughs> you, you did. But, you know, the, the lines blur between what is real and what's not in the Dungeons and Dragons world. We can't you know? know. We're in a dungeon. You've got real things like dungeons and dragons and hobgoblins and then these weird fake things like snails who have glass trails. Which is very satisfying to say. Glass trail snails. They're called flail snails, so you can add that to the mix. Okay. Flail snails. <laughs> Leave in a glass trails. Mm. <laughs> oh, where are got, you got from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that accent. Oh, it's hard to listen to. <laughs> Tell me You're where it is. You're tying it down a bit. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the easiest way to get there is by a helicopter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, there was a. I found a website that had a study on all the different. It was a university study, and they um, talked to people from all around Australia. Mm. And that was one of the things they found that the E's and A's were swapped in Melbourne. I don't know. That seems almost fascinating, but it's probably also maybe very boring too. Well, I. I studied linguistics at uni, so I really love this stuff. But I did um, my so I did sociolinguistics, which is this kind of thing, but not specifically to Australia. So 
it's it's embarrassing to be like i studied linguistics like tell me more and i'm like i don't know it i (laughs) studied something else (laughs) uh yeah i I studied criminology and i yeah i've got very vague memories of it now that's so cool but um yeah it's funny to think it's like oh if if you talk to me about criminology 10 years ago we could have a conversation now i would be battling i mean i imagine (laughs) that the the study has has changed in 10 years. It's probably, you know. Crime's different now. Crime's different. You know, back in my day, it was just a guy with a bandana and he'd have a stripy shirt and a bag on the back with a a dollar sign. Mm. But these days, their disguises are even better. They don't even worry about the dollar sign on the bag. It could just be any sort of bag. It also saves a bit of prep time. That's smart. That's good. Oh, that's good. I'm glad they're thinking smart. The criminals are thinking now. They're They're thinking with this. They're up here. (laughs) You know? We're dealing um, with a smarter breed of criminal. <laughs> are you? Do you drink milk of an evening? Is that a a regular thing? Um, not generally. I just um, when you were like, you get to pick a drink. This was the first one that came to mind because when I when I got the milk because um, it was bought for me and I was very touched. Um, that that um, a, a, such a such a wanky milk was chosen. <laughs> Yeah. knowing that I would appreciate it. So what I did was prepare myself a small glass of milk. It's almost a goblet. Just to sample, yes, a little goblet. It's beautiful. Yes, yes. And I looked at the milk yellow and pink and green through the iridescent glass, foul to all who behold it, but delicious to me who knows it. I, I, so <laughs> I was this like, is, I've got my drink. <laughs> this is the third episode. And the first three, I've had a beer in each. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guest has had an orange juice, coffee, and a milk. Oh, my so, God. Is this breakfast? Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> They've all been recorded in the evening. Yeah. You start, you start off with a beer and we're all like, God, we, we got to bring the day back. <laughs> I, I do have a, I've been having a, a glass of milk on occasion recently. I went to a dietitian a few months back mm-hmm. and they sort of told me about how to eat. Like, I, I think I was all, I was sort of, you know, had fluked it most of my life or I remembered stuff from primary school that I, I just don't yeah. remember the lessons, but it, it was just portion control and that sort of stuff and not eating at midnight, having a, your biggest meal at midnight just before going to bed, those sort of things that now seem obvious once they said them. But one of them was that um, I said, I went back a second time. I said, I'm getting hungry before bed. Uh, is that just like, is that part of it? Is it, I just have to get over it or? And they said, oh, no, you could have something like a warm glass of milk or some nuts. And I'm like, what am I, a child? And then I've started doing it, and it's, it's very nice. Warm glass, of, glass milk of milk is lovely. My, um, sometimes my order at cafes, because I, I really love coffee, but if I, I, just, I just can't handle the caffeine, um, which is tragic. But... Uh, so sometimes I'll order like uh, a chai latte, like, but I'll try and get like the loose leaf wet blend as a preference. Um, but if I, if I don't want the caffeine, sometimes I just get hot milk with honey. <laughs> um, we, we, that sounds we both delicious. Att- it is. We both attend the same music festival, uh, Meredith Music Festival. Yes. And when I yeah, was I've there, never seen you there though. I saw you there once and I thought to yell out and you didn't hear me, but it, it's Wait, you very thought big. to yell out? How did I hear you if you only thought to yell out, Cass? Did I yell? I can't no, hear I, your thoughts. I think I did yell. I remember my memory I of it is me being I thought to yell out and like, I yelled out. 
my memory of it is being like, you should call out to Matt and it's seen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yelled though, but was you were far away. Up on the hill somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yep. man. That is my happy place. I love it so there nice. so much. It's a bummer. It sounds like this year. They, I thought they, the coronavirus was timed perfectly for Meredith to get by unscathed. They just I had know. their golden planes. Just like just, it would have been one of the last big events before things started winding down. And then the next one's in December, the one that I always go to. And this year is going to be my my seventeenth in a row or something. So I'll be, I'm, um, I don't know what I'd do if we. I mean, you know, you get over it. There's been a bunch of things that I haven't missed in a while, like comedy festival and stuff, and you just miss it. But uh, yeah, it'll be a bummer. Hopefully, yeah. things get sorted out by then. It's starting to feel like things are going to be working their way back to normal. I hope so. I did see something that said that clubs and music festivals wouldn't reopen till 2021, yeah. which means that it doesn't scrape through. And that broke my heart. It really yeah, did. Um, I sleep I sleep under a Meredith blanket because the first time I went there, I didn't realise how cold it would be. So I had to buy one. <laughs> yeah, I've got two Meredith blankets at home. I use them all the time. I've got um, half my wardrobe's Meredith t-shirts. I've got... Every couple of years, I get a new Meredith beanie. I got oh. when I'm, I, uh, you know, my podcast primates, which you've been on a bunch of times. Yes. When I decided to get some uh, merch done for it, I, I contacted Auntie Meredith, who runs the Meredith Music Festival, and <gasps> said, "I love your beanie so much. I want to get some made for my thing. Uh, would you, would, would you mind telling me who, who makes them? That sort of stuff." And they were like, "Oh, that's so nice." Uh, that feedback, and they sent me all the details, and I, so I got the. Primates beanies made by the same manufacturers. I just said, I just want these colours with these words, but I want the Meredith beanies. And yes, that was kind of cool. There are they they sold like bloody hotcakes and beanies. Do you have any left? I've got one for myself. That's the only one I've got left. Yeah, I might. Go I don't know you. if I'll do another run or so. I'll do another run of beanies of something. Um, Matt Chat. Do you think Matt Chat merch could be the next big thing? Yeah, well, I think... Would you wear a hat that said Matt Chat on it? If it's the Meredith beanie, yes. Because <laughs> those yeah, beanies such... are so comfy. So and machine washable. I don't know if you meant to, but I always put mine in the wash. And they, they get through fine. it okay. Yeah. That's so good. And I never... the double dryer. For some reason, they always go missing after in, within a couple of years and I have to get another one. Oh, no. I, I think they're very popular. Oh, I've, I've borrowed your beanie. And, yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I've got to get one of the news, new colours. It's always fun seeing what colours they have. <laughs> yeah, it's a great fun. Sometimes it feels like real random selection. <laughs> well, this is fun talk. You know, I don't think anyone's ever chatted in such depth about specific beanies before no and i don't think anyone was as visibly starstruck as me being like you spoke to auntie (laughs) (laughs) she just replies to emails you email her drop her a line i'm not worthy what would i say (laughs) i know well i get it was nice to have an excuse to uh, get in contact okay i gotta start making merch uh, yeah. If you love milk, hot, it's going to say hot milk. Hot milk. I'd wear that beanie for sure. Hot milk. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How have you been dealing with the lockdown and, and doing all your uh, podcasts and whatnot? It's I mean, cool. obviously you got a good setup there. Ah, thank you very much. Um, yeah, the we were, I was able to, before all the lockdown stuff went in, pick up uh, headphones and microphones. Um, these... These were purchased as part of uh, Twitch, Twitch streaming goals from when Jackson Bailey and Joel Dusha were being gamer boys. And so they had like their Twitch goals were things like get gamer headphones, get a gamer chair, get gamer jackets. And it, it just kept going up and up and up and up. Um, but yeah, so the, these are legitimate. <laughs> and I've talked to people. I'm like, no, they, these are my work headphones. These are right. the professional work headphones I use. <laughs> So they'll so there's they're made for gaming though. It's got a little mic thing. I have on no the side. idea. I I don't even know if this works. I don't know how. I don't. I've I've look. I've not used them for gaming. You haven't. Used you'll them have to. Gaming. No, you'll have to ask Jackson and Joel Dusha because those they're the ones who are decked out with their gamer chairs and their gamer hats and their get oh and their mini fridge full of Monster Energy drinks. Really, they sound like genuine gamers. Yeah, in all the in all the good ways. In all the right ways. All the right ways. All There's the ways nothing that, that says gentle energy like a fridge full of Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> That's a scary energy. Scary energy. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, but yeah, they they bought. I think they bought a mini fridge so that it could sort of be like right next to the computer. So as they were streaming, they could just have easy access on the go. As it's important that yeah. you 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 create a lot of energy inside of you with sugar and whatnot, but yeah. don't expend any of it by walking across the room to a fridge. For who? You why, want to build it up so you? that it maybe you like your head explodes. Ideally you don't move at all. You're just, just buzzing. <laughs> that sounds like me when I have a coffee. <laughs> I'm a bit the same. That's interesting. You say that about coffee. I love coffee as well, but I, re- I don't drink it all that much. And when I do, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dancing and I want to hug everyone. I feel like I'm at a, <laughs> at a big party. Well, that, that's what I, I hadn't had one in ages. And I had one, my first one during the lockdown a couple of weeks ago. And I was genuinely like, holy shit, I've had a coffee. And I did. I was in a room by myself, just <laughs> having a great that's time. Funny. I, um, right at the start of lockdown, um, I made the fluffy coffee, um, but didn't, it was right when we started losing sense of time. And I was like, Oh God, it's like, it's, it's the afternoon. I've ruined myself. And it's just this horrid moment when your body doesn't take to caffeine kindly, which is insane. I used to be a coffee snob when I was like 15, which is Thank God I'm not a 15-year-old coffee snob anymore. 15-year-old coffee sitting... snob's a funny character idea. <laughs> oh, I was kind about it, but you didn't want to drink anything that wasn't worthy. But I just like, I was sitting there being like, okay, you're going to be awake for a while. You're going to be stressed. You're going to think something's wrong. It isn't. Your brain just doesn't know what to do with this. Mm. So like sitting there being like, oh, no, I should coffee okay yeah <laughs> just pretty much putting myself to bed being like i just have to wait <laughs> wow so it affects you it makes you feel paranoid and stuff not not like paranoid i just i think it because it makes you so hyperactive my brain's like oh we're stressed 
yeah, 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 we're stressed. Yeah, we're, um, we're, ju- uh, we're stressed about that. We're stressed about that. I'm sitting there like, no. <laughs> no, those things were fine moments ago. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. Then eventually I'm like, you had a coffee. <laughs> That's the problem. It's so good when you have, you're feeling a certain bad way and you realise there's a logical reason for it. And then yeah. you go, oh, it's, it's okay. I have the, uh, in the last uh, few years, I think I only started realizing maybe it hasn't always been this way, but if I have a big night with beers, it doesn't happen all that much anymore. But when I do, I can, I'll, I can feel bummed out a couple of days later. And I don't, and then now that I realize why, I mean, it's just another thing. It's like, if you're going to have a big night on the beers, you know that you're going to cost yourself a few sad days. Is it is it worth that? And you know, sometimes it is, but just knowing being like you're sad, it's just because of those that fun night you had the other night. That's why you feel shit now. Not just, physically. The physical hangover lasted the first half of the next day. But the sadness hangover, <laughs> that kicks on. The um oh it's like that old, I think it's like a fridge magnet or something. Probably a meme now. Remember fridge magnets, the memes of the 90s and the early 2000s? Oh, oh yeah. wow. Memes used to only be for middle-aged women and now they're for everyone. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, everyone includes everyone, not and. Yeah. It, they're for everyone. For everyone and middle-aged women. Yeah, we didn't leave you out. Often those ones are about it's time for wine somewhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, oh, what that's are some, fun. What are some good fridge magnets? Um, I, I used to have some as a kid. Um, I thought they were very cool. So I had one of an animated cat, not a real cat, um, with a closed mouth, its cheeks full, like, and it said, what budgie? I had one that said, chocolate is the answer. Who cares what the question is? Um, there was one in our kitchen that said, fridge pickers wear big knickers. Okay. Um, what does that mean? It means if you eat a lot from the fridge, your oh, underpants okay. will be big. Okay. Um, I think we had another one that said, never trust a skinny cook. Um, yeah, was not, that, that not, was, woke, not woke times. Not there was a, times. I think that was the catchphrase of uh, Huey from Huey's Cooking Adventures. Ah. He used, it Huey. used to say it on the screen at the start of the show, never trust a skinny chef or something well, like that. Well, he's keeping himself in business, right? That was a ploy? Yeah. Huey was larger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he he uh he was probably remains to be if he's still alive. Uh I'll put that on the screen. It'll be a picture of him and either a tick if alive or a cross if dead. Oh, oh fingers no. crossed for the tick. <laughs> oh. That'll be a grim cross after copy and paste. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's um oh, that's what i was gonna say the thing about hangovers and being sad and having the sad times you you, you drink because you borrow the joy from the future <laughs> right yeah i wish you could prepay that's that's uh, I've, I've always wanted that i just want to prepay <laughs> hangovers yeah all right i'm gonna be hungover today so tonight I can have a party and then I'll be fine the next day. That's, I'd love to be able to, I, I love prepaying for everything. It's w- way more satisfying. <laughs> Having, when you're doing the, being punished after the fun part, that's no good. No. You don't have anything to look forward to. Life's all about, like someone told me once, I think it was Alistair Trombley Birchall. Do you know him? Good man. Yeah. He said to me, I used to live with him and he said, 
the secret to real joy is doing something you love whilst looking forward to doing something that you love. That double, double action. You've got it in the present and the future all at once. And that is, that's real joy. Double parked of happiness. Yeah, that's right. Which I'm doing. I'm, that's why I'm feeling so good now. I'm doing something I enjoy by chatting to you. And I'm thinking about, uh, you know, episode Meredith four. Music Festival <laughs> and that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Episode four <laughs> could be fun as well. But Meredith yep. Music Festival talking about things that are going to be fun in the future. It's going to be great. That's win-win. Oh, the reason I brought that up was because the last time I was at the festival, I uh, I just kept ordering hot milk at night. <laughs> oh, where do you order that from? Just any of the cafes uh, or the tents. You're just like, hi, um, I'm tents. really... S-. You just go and you're like, hello, I'm really sorry. Um, can you please make me a hot milk and honey? And they say, pardon. <laughs> you say cafes. I, get, I, I shouldn't have. They're oh. not. <laughs> I'm like, do you know a secret section there? <laughs> no. Oh, you need to go down to the cafe area. There, you know, there's wall-to-wall cafes down there. The sit-down section, the brunch aisle. Yeah, hammock yeah. area. No, you just go go to the coffee hut at two a.m. and you're like, excuse me, can I yeah. please have some milk? I used to do that, uh, leaving at pubs or whatever. It used to, I don't know if it's still a thing as much anymore, but it used to be a bit of a thing where there'd be hot dog vans outside of pubs That's and night pubs. There were certain ones that I went to anyway, and I don't eat <laughs> I don't eat hot dogs, so I would go there and be like, "Would you mind making me a roll with cheese and tomato sauce and onions and mustard?" And they'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> That's enough. Nice. Like, oh, thank you so much. That was the, <laughs> was the best. They tasted so good. Oh, no, that's lovely. Yeah, beautiful memories. Beautiful memories. Oh, my God. Now I'm thinking about a fun thing from the past while doing a fun thing and looking forward to a fun thing. Doing it in all three dimensions. You've tripled yourself. Yeah. I'm having a a triply good time. (laughs) My God, Uh, that's every... That's every... Uh, based on linear time, that's every place a person can exist mentally. I'm doing it right now. I'm existing everywhere and I'm doing it joyfully. That rules. Yeah, that's real. That's real good. I should, that's a good goal to try and set yourself daily to be like, do something. Cause okay. Day one, maybe, maybe the thing you, Maybe you don't have a, surely you will have a fun memory to fall back on, but day one. hope so. Day one, you just got to sit down and plan. You got to plan a fun thing to do now, a fun thing to do the next day, and then hope you have one happy memory. And then, then you do that and then you think of them happy memory. You do the one fun thing and then you got the next one for tomorrow. And then every single day you, 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 you get yourself all three ways. That's, that should be everyone's goal, I think. And hopefully you've got one, everyone's got one happy memory to start with. Just one. Just one. Just think of something nice. One happy, someone, one happy memory to kick it off. I mean, if you don't have one happy memory, I don't really know how you're going to plan for one because you won't really have that sort of context. Yeah. Well, okay. If you don't have a happy memory. Um, how would you describe with- a happy memory if you, to someone who doesn't know what happiness is? Um, 
I need to know the scope of the emotions they've felt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Everything else, I guess. Okay. If they've felt everything else aside from happiness, um, or I would say if excitement popped. <laughs> excitement popped. I like that. I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. Just noticed that the very tip of the microphone was beautifully in focus. And I was wondering if it is on an automatic focusing thing. No. Okay. Well, that was it. <laughs> I took the, I took the mic out of the shot and uh, that did not help. Thought it might've found me. Look at me. Look at me camera. Ah. Oh, it did look at you. It focused. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, so that's what it was. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was like, it was the tiniest little bit of mic and it was in perfect focus at the bottom of the screen unfortunately we've said too much good stuff that this episode certainly cannot be remade i don't think it'd be possible how long does it look like how long have we been running for can you tell i have no idea how do you how do you tell uh, I should have looked at the time before. I think it feels we're like... going for around 40 minutes. Okay, fantastic. A great amount of time. Um, maybe we should we start thinking about wrapping up. What have you been up to? What are, what are the things you've been doing lately? Um, oh, well, I moved house. So that's okay, been that's taking been... up most of my time. You're the third um, person I've known who's moved house in lockdown. Yeah. Um, we're pretty lucky. So um, we, just, we just had like change of people we were living with um and just had to downsize which was really exciting because everyone was moving on to bigger and better things um but yeah that's been nice that's been filling my time um redecorating everything so i've got this is my collection of tiny things oh cool what's the smallest thing you have can i go get it yeah Okay, so this is my smallest thing. That is small. It's a little pear. Um, actually, is this my smallest thing? That is very small. Yeah. Why, so why do you, so that's a really small pear. Why why do you have small things like pears? <laughs> They're just really nice. I don't know. It's just small things just make me really happy. Uh, Can so. you put it up close to the camera again? So that's my tiny pair. Um, I got this at a German Christmas shop in Japan. <laughs> they have, um, so there's this, I only really found out about it because we were in the actual store, but it, um, there appears to be a German tradition of decorating very small houses or a tradition that isn't popular in Germany, but is very popular in Japan. And you can like make little, it's gone forever. That's gone forever. <laughs> that has fallen down a crack somewhere. You'll never get that back. Yeah. Um, that's that's great. Lot, can I show you more things? Yeah, give us one more. <laughs> What's your biggest small thing? Okay, I got really excited and just started looking at them. So this is... <laughs> This is one I bought pretty recently. Um, it is a small ghost. Okay, that's cool. That hang on, that sort of I just trying to setting my own hand. Um, so good. So I that's got a great ghost. We should wrap up though. We this is only up. meant to be a pretty short chat, but I'm a bloody gas bagger. 
Oh, I'd um, love to have a gas bag. Oh, a bit of a bloody it's gas bag. It's been wonderful bag. to talk to you. How did you find uh, your drink? Uh, was it quenching of thirst? Um, was it warming of cockles? It, it wasn't warming of cockles because I did have, it was, it's a very specific, like a chilled milk. Chilled so milk. It, it did quench thirst, but I, I feel like I drank it too slowly. Okay. I feel like, Cold milk fresh on the fridge. You drink it like you drink it like you almost are like that was too fast. Right. Not to the point where you feel sick. You're like I didn't enjoy it enough. But like cold milk hitting your guts, very good. But you know I, that that was on me. I wanted to show off the beverage and um, <laughs> I didn't go full glug. <laughs> no. Oh well, that's all. Right, but you've finished it now, have you? Yeah, it's yeah. done. I would do the tip over thing, but I don't want to get milk in my hair. <laughs> All I ask for is a little commitment, Cass. I can't you know? give it to you. Surely a cat would be fine with having a bit of milk and eat of that licking your hair thing. It'd be fine. You'll do that later anyway. One of the other cat friends that you have licks your head. <laughs> I've never seen two cats together, but that feels like something that might happen. It's bad luck to see you two really cats in the same room. Cats. I'm sure I've seen... <laughs> Oh, must backtracking, have. you're like, oh, no, I've definitely, I've seen two I cats. I must have seen two cats together at some stage. It'd be weird if you hadn't seen two cats together at some stage. I've seen cat, I've seen two cats, uh, but never in the same room. How so do I'm you not, know that you have I'm not seen convinced. two cats? Well, that's true. I'm not convinced there are one, more than one cat. <laughs> See, this is your closed mind again. <laughs> you don't believe in two cats. I don't believe in two cats. Prove it. Prove two cats. I bet you can't. <laughs> I bet you can't do it. Um, anyhow, Cass, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, people can find you on your podcast network, Sounds Pants Radio, and yes. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And Thank you. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is for nerds. I've said the full formal title there. <laughs> yeah, you've spoken its true nerds, name. Uh, which you're not meant to do. No, I think that's how fairies used to get you. Oh, not get their wings. They got me. Yeah. Just like, a couple of me on their backs. <laughs> Fairy gets mats its mat. Flapping. <laughs> it's a fun idea. I didn't ever know that I was involved in mythology like that. Am I saying that right? Mythology? That. That. <laughs> that. 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 Anyway, thanks so much, Cass. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we'll see you again real soon. (gasps) I hope so. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.